That's good. You guys grab your Bibles, Ephesians chapter 4. Everybody needs a Bible. You guys at home, grab your Bibles. We want you to have it in your hands. The Word of God in your hands is such a special gift. It is not a normal thing across the earth. We don't want to take it for granted. We get to have it in our hands. It might even be on your phone, but whatever way it is, you guys grab it. Ephesians chapter 4. Y'all stand with me. We're going to read the text this morning. Then I'm going to pray, and then we'll, uh, we'll dive in. All right, Ephesians 4, we're going to start in 7, and we'll jump a little bit. Verse 7, Paul says, but grace was given to each one of us, it's all of us, according to the measure of Christ's gift. And then he picks up this thought in verse 11, and he gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the shepherds and teachers to equip the saints for the work of ministry, for building up the body of Christ until we all attain to the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God, to mature manhood, womanhood, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ so that we may no longer be children tossed to and fro by the waves carried about by every wind of doctrine, by human cunning, by craftiness and deceitful schemes. Rather, Speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in every way into him who is the head, into Christ, from whom the whole body joined and held together by every joint with which it is equipped when each part is working properly makes the body grow so that it builds itself up in love. Father, let this word rest on us. I pray we'd be called and challenged to move nearer to you and your call destiny, leadership on our lives. We ask in Jesus' name, amen, amen. You guys can be seated. Three Super Bowl rings and, and still think there's something greater out there for me. I mean, maybe a lot of people would say, hey man, this is what it is. I reached my goal, my dream, my life is, me, I thank God. It's gotta be more than this. I mean, this isn't, this can't be what it's all cracked up to be. I mean, I've done it. I'm 27. And what else is there for me? What's the answer? I wish I knew. I wish I knew. I love that clip. It's so rare that you get a candid and real response from athletes. They often have to say canned things. This is after Tom Brady's third Super Bowl. If you don't know Tom Brady, he's a Super Bowl winning quarterback. This is after his third. He won three more after this interview, right? Married to a supermodel, got kids, got homes, got vacations, got the whole night. He's got literally everything. He's got fame. He's got followers. He's got whatever it is that you could possibly imagine or want. He has and owns in his life. And he's getting this interview after the third of his Super Bowls, which most people don't win one. He's got three. He's the MVP of these Super Bowls. He's the man. And I love that he has this. He's going, I've, I've got three. But he says, God, there's got to be more than I thought it was amazing. God, there's got to be more than this. There's got to be more than this. You can reach the pinnacle of your career have all the wealth, all the popularity, the marriage and the kids and all the things and still be asking this question. 
And he goes on in the interview to talk about, you know, family and, and kids. You know, I know that family and kids and our family and friends and positive relationships, those are, you know, the, you know, the most important thing. But, you know, of course, we all know we love family and friends, but it, none in any way, form or fashion can fill the void that he's describing and it doesn't, I, there's 100,000 movies and songs trying to tell you that you'll finally be fulfilled if you find the right relationship, right? And we all know that's not true. Either we've all experienced it before, we've all been in that place. There is this drive in the human spirit for more. And I, I love that he so honestly assesses in that moment that there's this defining drive in us that we are fashioned in God's image to have purpose, to have to have a purpose, to have to go beyond just existing or making it from 24-hour period to the next 24-hour period. In fact, it's one of our core values. We say that this church is meant to help you discover your purpose, that everyone is meant to discover their purpose in God. It's this, there's this radical driving force in everyone's life to matter, to mean something. And we're all searching endlessly for this purpose. And so Paul understands this as he's speaking to this church and he turns his attention to the church in Ephesus. And here's what Paul has done in Ephesians 1, 2, and 3. What he did is he lays out the, the identity that we all have in Christ. He gives clarity to what it means to be a follower of Jesus and the identity and all that comes with it and that it has nothing to do with ourselves, but it's totally him in our lives. So he lays out this new identity that we have and then he turns and gives us the power of the gospel and says, this is the power with which you understand mysteries that have been hidden for ages. You now have it. You're holding this this secret to life, if you will, the, what Tom Brady's looking for, you own it and have it. And it's sitting in you. And then he turned, but then he turned. Well, then he, well th then he says, by the way, that that secret, it's binding us together. And he's calling us into this place of unity. But then he pivots and he turns and he says, listen, you aren't just being built up. Not are you only being built up, but God has designs in using you to do the building of his kingdom. You aren't just being built up. You're a builder as well. You're a part of this. I'm calling you to be a builder. And God is appointing leaders. And he begins to describe what these leaders are, to which the majority of the time, if we'll read the text, we go, yeah, 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 those are the guys that we pay. Those are the guys, the apostles, prophets, evangelists. Those are the guys we pay to do the stuff to which the, the scripture here is going to scream, no, this is not about the guys that we pay or the guys that are the full-time guys that do the stuff or the guys that stand on the platform or whatever you want to call it. Pay has nothing to do with it. Even uh, jobs have nothing to do with, it, do with it. Listen, Paul is not describing professionals. That is not what he's doing. Paul is unveiling leadership mantles and authority that all of us are being called into. Paul is describing levels of leadership that every one of us are going to be stepping into in increasing measure. In fact, you go back to verse seven, it says the great. to 
according to what? The measure of Christ's gift. So listen very carefully. You guys online, listen to this. The measure with which you are filled has nothing to do with you or your job or your career or any of those things. The measure is with what Christ wants to do in you. It's about a mantle that God wants to put upon you, a leadership that he's bringing you up. He isn't just building you up to say, I'm the super Christian. He's building you up because you're going to be a builder of his kingdom. You're going to help shape and fashion the kingdom of God. Now listen to this. You and I are being called to shape and build and fashion God's kingdom. Now that's crazy talk right there. That's crazy talk, because we all know none of us are qualified. The dude on platform, I would never say I'm qualified. I'm just doing this because he said do it. But nobody's going like, oh, yeah, I'm the guy that's got this thing figured out, okay? This is how this is going to happen. Nobody's walking around that way. Everybody's fully aware that none of us are qualified to do this, and yet this is the call on our lives to be builders of the kingdom. And so there's this journey that every one of us is on to step into these God-given roles of leadership and to operate in new levels of authority. I want to say this again. There are new levels of authority for all that are in Christ. There are new levels of authority that God wants to bring you into. It says here in verse 12, to equip the saints for the work of ministry. So these offices or these mantles of leadership help equip what? all the saints for the work of ministry, meaning everyone's involved, to mature manhood. So he's bringing us up in maturity to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ so that we may no longer be children tossed to and fro. So this leadership mantle is in alignment and agree, it's in alignment with who Christ is, right? It says to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. That's where every one of us is actually headed. Every one of us being built up, meaning leadership isn't for a few professionals. Leadership is for everyone. New levels of it. And then, of course, this isn't new information, right? This is, these are the words that Jesus gave to us from the get-go that we were to share in the authority that God wants to give to his people. You can go back to Matthew chapter 28. Jesus is looking his disciples square in the eye saying, hear this, all authority in heaven on earth has been given to me. So go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. So what does he mean by that? He says, all the authority has been given to me, so you go. What's intrinsically understood here? You're given that authority. The authority in the mantle is being passed to you because I'm going to be with you every step of the way. I'm walking with you. I'm leading you in this thing. But church, as we said last week, this is not the moment to shrink back. This is the moment to stand up, rise up in our identity and for the church to begin to be the beacon of light this world is so desperate for. 
But listen, it's not, I, I, I thank God, I love, I love the preachers and I love Sunday mornings. But listen to me. This thing is moving forward when we all begin to receive the new mantle, the new mantle of leadership, and we begin to step into the authority that Christ has put on your life. Not because you're perfect, not because you have it figured out, but because he means to do it. He's promised to do it. You have mission and purpose, right? Not just growing in nearness to Jesus. I love growing in nearness to Jesus. But listen, the closer that you and I get to Jesus, the more apparent it becomes that he's got a mission for you. Let me tell you, let me say it this way. You cannot grow closer and nearer to Jesus without feeling that stirring that there's something more. That thing that Tom Brady felt, he just feeling what God designed him forever for. Right? He's looking for the answer. I pray that he finds it, but I'm telling you, there's nothing greater than being right in the center of doing what God's designed you to do. It's what he wants to accomplish. And not, of course, not only does God have this mission, but he's got the authority for us to step into. That you've been called and gifted and are increasing in authority by God to build God's kingdom. And listen to this, just like Tom, to whatever degree that you are not functioning in it, to whatever degree that you're holding back or stepping back from this plan and design is to the same measure that you will be fully unfulfilled, fully unfulfilled in this life. Meaning if we keep holding off this stirring that God's putting on it, put inside of us, that we'll continue to feel this thing gnawing inside of us to move us into something greater. You have so much design and purpose on your life. If you're here in this room and you're breathing, if you're with us online and you're breathing in this moment, you've got purpose on you. There are new levels, mantles of leadership and authority for you. I don't care how old you are. I don't care where you come from. This is true of all of God's people. So where are you headed? That's the question. And listen, let's, let's talk about authority because even when we use that word authority, there's something that potentially jumps up and you're like, I don't, know, I don't know about authority, right? Because we've seen authority sometimes in its, wor in its worst, right? We can have some bad thoughts on authority, right? You may have been abused by authority. You may have been manipulated by authority. You may have been blessed and promoted by authority. You may have found favor with authority. You might be in the doghouse with authority. And it's entirely possible that you've experienced all of that with, under the same authority. So when we talk about authority, there are some, lots of pictures that we get of what that is and what that means and what that looks like. Of course, what Paul's calling us into here is centered in Christ, meaning this isn't a tirade authority, right? This isn't authority to manipulate and control people. This is humble authority where we know we've been ransomed from something, been saved from wrath, and have the humility to go, I want more people to experience that. I want to help lead others to be free in Christ. It's what, it's what, I mean, you feel, you can see the outline of this letter to this church saying, church, be alive and be free in who you are in Christ. Come together in unity and purpose and then step out in the new authority that God has granted, called you into. Know who you are. Be free from your past. 
be free to step in both with each other and into what the world wants, uh, into the places that God wants to use us. I don't know if you've ever, um, I don't know, have you ever looked at something and you, uh, like you looked at somebody that was doing something and you thought, man, I, I, could, I think I could do that, right? And then you got a chance to try it and then you were like, I, I'm really categorically bad at this. I can't do this. This is, not that, this is not that easy. You ever had that experience before? I've had that on multiple occasions where I'll look at things, I think I can do that. And then I'm like, no, that was horrible. I'm bad, right? And you have a newfound humility. You have a newfound like respect for what people do or how they operate, right? This is the kind of authority that Christ is calling us into where we look at it and we might go, well, maybe I could do that. And then, but we step into what Christ has for us and we just, there's a humility that comes over us and says, I'm not taking this for granted. I have a, a deep respect for what the Lord's calling me into, but I wanna say yes to him. I don't wanna hold back in any way, form, or fashion. God's leading his people to be built up, to know their identity, trust in that message, to come together in character, in wisdom, in unity with each other, and to step into new levels of authority for God's glory, not for our kingdoms, for his. Not for our way, but for his. And this is the play, this is a piece, if you will, of the fulfillment of your life. If you, in any way, form, or fashion, you guys are joining us online, and you're going, I'm not fulfilled. I'm not feeling fulfilled. I want you to hear this. It's easy to say the job's not fulfilling me or the spouse isn't fulfilling me or the kids aren't fulfilling me or the work or the career or the, even the, the, the income level's not fulfilling me. I can promise you this from my own experience and from testimony after testimony, none of those things long-term will fulfill you. They will compliment you. They will bring encouragement to you. None will fulfill you. None. If you find yourself sensing a measure of unfulfillment, church, hear this. It's because you have a king who loves you and is whispering, there's more for you. But you've got to be willing to open your life up and say, Jesus, where are you going and what are you doing? And know that he might have you stepping out in some ways that you never thought you'd do before. And I love those conversations and I've had them with some of you and I know I've had them with some of you guys online where I'm going, you're going, I never thought I'd be doing this. I can't believe this journey that I'm on because God's doing a powerful, new, awesome thing. If you are feeling unfulfilled, church, Jesus is ready to whisper to you. Don't miss this moment to step right into it to see what the Lord wants to do, wants to build this body up. And so God's sharing his authority. Listen, God is sharing, Jesus is sharing. It says, all authority has been given to me. I'm giving it to you. I'm gonna share this with you. He's sharing his authority with you to make his name famous everywhere you go. That's what we're about. And man, I'm telling you, it helped. when I think on this, it helps shape how I go to the grocery store and everything else. It helps shape everything, right? God is passionate about building your character, but he is also very passionate about building your leadership. Luke, you put that up on the screen for us. God is passionate about growing your character, but he's also very passionate about growing your leadership, right? 
He isn't just trying to get you to be the cute, moral person who walks the line. He's got a mission. He's got purpose. He's got design. It's what he's doing. All right, so well, here's what he did. We'll just finish with this very quickly and very succinctly. All right, so here's what he does. He says, I got five roles. I've got five mantles that I put on my people to help lead the church. You will fit into one of these five mantles. I believe that you're growing into one of these areas of leadership. Can you have crossover? Absolutely. But Paul outlines these, and I think it's important for us just to look at, and I've just given a quick definition. This is my definition, so if you want to skewer it, you can come. We can fight about it. I love to, I love to get in debates. Let's do that. We'll, let's, we'll scrap. It's good. All right? But this is, there are five mantles that God has given to the church to give covering and leadership to continue to raise more people up, to grow in these things, and to continue to step out. So he says, let me just go back to verse 11, just so you can see it. And he gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the shepherds, and teachers to equip the saints for the work of the ministry. All right, so you've got apostles. What is apostle? Apostle is a leadership mantle to pioneer and oversee new and unique works of God's kingdom in his church and all throughout the earth. What is a prophet? Prophet, a leadership mantle to declare spirit-led, unique, and often spontaneous words of truth and life in ways that build people up, both in the church and outside the church. He's got evangelists. It's a leadership mantle to spread the truth about the life-saving message of Jesus to those who are far from God. He's got pastors or shepherds, same word, a leadership mantle to bring spiritual covering, care, and vision over people in God's kingdom. And then he's got teachers, which is a leadership mantle that expounds and imparts insights into the word of God. Listen, God is designing your frame and to function in one of these roles. You'll have, listen, there's all kinds of gifts we don't have time to go into, uh, but, there, but these are the mantles of leadership that God's granting to his people, and he's raising you up to step in to this. I, I want you to understand this, that there's gifts of apostleship and prophetic gifts and teaching gifts and evangelistic gifts, and the, one of these will be a leadership mantle you'll function in more. Not that you can't cross over, okay? We're not doing that. In fact, we're gonna talk about more if you come to the deep dive class, but the Lord's calling you and de designing you into this thing. And listen, there's bunches of questions about apostles and prophets, okay? All right, there's a whole mess of, uh, of questions about like, all right, what's the deal with apostles and prophets? Because where do we stand on that whole thing? You have to come to the class to find out. There's my, there's my uh, tag, right? You gotta come. We don't have time to discuss it. I would love to, and we might try to hit it a little bit, very, very little bit next Sunday. Uh, because we try to, we need to understand what a New Testament apostle and a New Testament prophet are, because they're different than what we saw in the Old Testament and certainly in the formation of the church. But there is that that office, that role, that mantle still exists, and God's calling you into it. So here's my question: What is God authoring in you? That's my. That's how I want to finish this morning. What is God authoring in you? Where is he? Where is he calling you? And where is he leading you? What's he asking you to step into? And, and maybe even more importantly, is there any way, or is there anything in you that would have you holding God off and saying, I don't, I, I don't think I can do that? Or, I'm not sure about that. 
or holding God at a distance? What's keeping you from stepping into what the Lord wants to do in you and through you? You guys stand with me. We're just going to close this moment. You guys with us online, we're just going to take this moment to ask the question, Lord, if you have leadership and authority more on my life, then Lord, what would keep me? So let's just begin to ask him, Lord, what, where is it that you're calling me to step into? The Lord right now is shaping, always shaping our character, molding us into his image. But his image is both to become more righteous, but it's also to become the leader, the declarer. That mantle of leadership that Jesus owns that he's sharing with his people. Or what are you calling us to step, in, step into? What do you have for us? Would you just ask him? Or how can I step in? I do not want to be in this life unfulfilled. I want to step into what you have for me. Lord, we thank you for relationships and we thank you for the careers. And we thank you for everything that you've given to us and the, the homes that you've granted to us and family and friends and all of those things. We praise your name. We magnify you. But we know at the end of the day, your purposes, your plans for our lives. That's where fulfillment is. To say yes to you, to trust you and obey you and worship you by following you, listening to you, and loving people well and seeing people brought into your family. Let's just sing this and just say, Lord, Christ be magnified in me. Christ be magnified in me. Everywhere I go, would you be magnified in my work and wherever I am and all the arenas and places that you've got. Let's make that declaration. Would you sing that? Let's worship.